Welcome everybody to today's episode of The Naked Show. The Naked Show. We are back, energized, yes. lively, alive, thriving. So someone's birthday yesterday. Yes. So that's the reason why the episode is a little delayed today because we had to push back recording mm. because someone was a little too excited Yo guys, to was, record. I was excited. I was happy. You couldn't hold me down, man. I was too hot. Men's was hot. <laughs> yeah, so it was actually Bips's birthday yesterday. Men's was also hopped up on sugar. Quarter of a century now, 25, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel? Do you, are you old? Is your back aching? No, I'm actually fine because I take care of my body. Of course. So I'm fine, but I'm just like, every time I'm like, oh, 25, I'm like, oh, so close to 30. <laughs> it's starting to get real now. I'm closer to 30 now than I am to 21. You, you know, know, to 20. Yeah, you know what I realized when after I turned 25 was like, I always had like these real fitness goals and like, you know, wanting to like get back into sports and stuff like that. But now that I'm like 26, I'm realizing that that's probably not going to happen anymore. Bruh, I couldn't care less. Yeah, because like that's something you do when you're like 18, 19. Yeah. But now that I'm closer to 30, it's like my, I, I know I'm at my peak. I should, I'm, I'm at my peak physically right now. Mm-mm. But I know that it's downhill from here. Probably I've got another two years left of peak. And then after that, it's like downhill from there, man. Yeah. Look, it doesn't mean we're going to let go of ourselves. Yeah. But I'm really not interested in like having a six pack, being able to run 50 kilometers. Speak for yourself. Okay, go win. Speak for yourself. Me, I'm still chasing fitness. You just said you don't care. No, I said I won't care after my peak is done. But I, I, if I'm still in my peak, I need to try. Okay, know? Mr. Peak Peak. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so so yeah, guys, we've had not an eventful week, but if some stuff has happened. We have. We've had an eventful week. Some exciting stuff. So Thursday night, mm-hmm. a friend messaged me. Yes. And she was like, our congratulations in order. And I was like... Oh, I even mm. forgot about that. I was like, hmm, I don't know. Check my emails quick. I was like, nah, no email. And she was like, nah, nah, it's online. It's online. And then she told me where to go. And she gave me the link and everything and what to do. And then I went onto the HPCSA's website. Mm-hmm. I put in my number and your goal has passed. Woohoo. Congratulations. That woohoo was so... I, my, my voice didn't crack. <sighs> I wanted to go for a woohoo. But my voice didn't crack. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I am officially registered. You passed your board exam. We are all very proud of you. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, all thanks, right. thanks, thanks. Uh, I even forgot that happened. It, it feels like that happened like a year ago. Wow. That's how long it's been from Thursday wow. to now. But uh, we're, we're proud of you. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. Um, you know, the reason that it's felt like so long ago is because you started catching this wave on Friday. You you yeah. caught this wave of like, it's my birthday weekend. I'm excited. Yeah. People must just deal with me. And when yeah. I say people, it's me. Yes, you, know? you are people. So you were you were on another level this weekend. You were just a lot to Guys, handle. Guys, you couldn't tell me <laughs> nothing. Actually, even today, you still can't tell me nothing. Because today is my first day of being 25. Yesterday was your first day. No, yesterday was the day I turned 25. Me, I was born at four in the afternoon. Okay. So technically, I only turned, I haven't had a full day of being 25. Okay. So today, even today, can't tell me nothing. <laughs> well, can't touch me, can't time, can't hold me down. 
Nothing. She was intolerable, guys. I mean, it was just no one could get in her way. Her head was this big. I'm Don't lie. I'm stretching my arms out. Obviously. Don't lie. It was just too much confidence for one little body. Shem, if you can't deal with my confidence, that's a you problem, not a me problem, honey. <laughs> you need to go have some uh, time to yourself well, yeah, to get so, your life together. So Thursday that happened. Friday, what happened on Friday? Friday we met up with some of our friends on what? Zoom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was on. like, when did this happen? <laughs> I, when, I, when we say meet up now, it's on Zoom. It's the new yes, normal. Yes, we had a Zoom party. It was fun. It was really fun. It was fun. We made nachos. We got beers. Mm. We got together with our friends. Yeah. And we just chatted, basically. Yeah. Steve forgot to get beers. Steve. Rookie. Yeah, Steve. Rookie. Steve will obviously learn from this mistake. But yeah. he'll be all right. He will be. Mm. Saturday. I have faith in him. What happened on Saturday? Saturday. Oh, Saturday. We had our little special day where we did a... DIY at home photo shoot. Oh my goodness. Yes. I even forgot about that. Wow. I, DIY. You can see we don't plan these episodes. Like stuff just happens spontaneously <laughs> here. Where do I even start with that photo shoot? So. Let's start with your hair. <laughs> yeah. So. so this is a problem, guys. So Bibs tells me. Well, actually, I was the one who brought up it. I was like, we, we need to do a photo shoot because we need content. For our page, you know. No, you didn't say that. Okay, you I just, just said we need to do a photo, photo shoot, shoot. Okay. for the fun of it. And then Bibs came in. She was like, "Yeah, we do need content for our page. Yeah, let's set it up." Yeah. So, you know, we planned it. We set the date, whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, this is, you know, it's not going to be too bad." And I was preparing you, you the did. whole week. The whole week, I was. I wasn't even dropping hints, guys. I was preparing this man because I know this man will be halfway, and I can just see his eyes switching off. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have lost him in the first five minutes. Yeah. So, so I was preparing you. So the, the, the issue was, not the issue, but the thing was that obviously we're not professionals or whatever. So we yeah. just did it in our flat. Yeah. We, with our phone, phone. On a tripod. Exactly. We've got a little we, tripod. We had a sheet behind us. Yeah. So you kept preparing me and I was like, ah, what? It's going to be like an hour max, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, we started with my hair. We started trying to do my hair. So now I haven't had a haircut since March. March. Beginning of March. Yeah, beginning of March. So my hair is, is long and it's a bit out of control. So she starts doing my hair and she's like, I'm done. I look in the mirror and I looked like, I think it's Jeffrey Dunham or whatever. The That's murderer. the one. <laughs> I looked like I kidnapped children. And your glasses, in my your glasses my were not helping. Not at all. So I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I had to obviously fix it myself. Then she says to me, take the sheet and try and put it on the wall. But now we don't have like hooks or anything like that. So I'm sticking cardboard with press stick onto our wall and then pegging the sheet onto this cardboard. Ingenious, right? Trying to improvise. And the thing is falling. And I'm wearing like fancy clothes because obviously we're doing like a fancy shoot. And I hate I hate wearing uncomfortable clothes. You were you were wearing it. you were wearing your nice suit, not suit, your nice coat that I forced you to buy. Because that coat is gorgeous. And I'm hot, I'm uncomfortable, my pants are too tight, my mm. shoes are not fitting properly. It's just and your pants are too tight. Yeah, they were a bit too tight. Ooh, yeah. tired time. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm in the best shape of my it's life. Time to start banting. <laughs> 
So I think obviously I was enthusiastic coming into it, but like once I saw how much work we were doing, and I had prepared you, fuck, man. I had told you that it's going to be work. It's not just gonna chip chop happen quick sticks. So yeah, it was just I think after like an hour of doing it, I was just like I'm so over this shit. Yeah, this guys is literally pictures where I am serving face honey. And then you zoom into this man's face and you can clearly see that he's not even looking at the camera. He is literally watching the F1 that is playing in the background. I couldn't. I was just, I just switched off at some point. You like, could this literally, isn't my style. Yeah, we know you switched off. Yeah. You switch off often. <laughs> I mm. do. Mm. So anyway, so that was Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday was her birthday. <laughs> I made her a donut cake. Yes. Um, I served her improvised morning mimosas. Yes. And you got flowers. Yes. Yes. Very pretty flowers. I got Very pink pretty. roses. So beautiful. They're blooming now. Yeah. So pretty. So yeah, that's basically our week, guys. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk. We watched a very interesting movie, which we're going to talk about in a little <laughs> bit. But first, I just want to discuss one thing. So I find it funny, right? Mm. That when coronavirus started, so I saw this graph, right? It says coronavirus fear, mm. right? Was like very much. Yeah. Coronavirus cases was like very little yes. in the beginning. And then the funny part now is that coronavirus fear is very little, mm. but coronavirus cases is like a lot. Yeah. Know? Massive amounts of cases. So, you know, this resonated with me because as the hype carried on dying out, I also kind of started thinking, ah, it's just coronavirus, it's still flu, blah, 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 blah. You were on the golf course last week. I was on the golf course last week. I was also, I, I went and visited a friend. We were kind of getting a lot more relaxed. Mm. And someone close to me, very close to me, very close to us, yeah, got coronavirus. And they ended up in hospital. And I was mm. obviously very scared mm. because, you know, once people go to hospital and you start thinking, is this more serious than it is? Yeah. And it just, it really hit home. Like I was genuinely worried. I was genuinely scared. And I started to realize that this is no small thing, you know? Yeah. And the people who are crying out that it's just a little flu, whatever. Yes, it is just a little flu to some people. But to other people, it is not it's just not, a little yeah. flu. And the thing about this is that, you know, it's not like HIV or other diseases where it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people don't have choices, but your actions kind of determine whether you get it or not. Yeah, whether you're most likely to. Whether you're yeah. exposed to it. But with COVID, like, you have, like, you might not even have a choice. Someone with, with the symptom might come and speak to you. Yeah, and, and, and they might not even know. They, yeah, they might know? not even know. So it's kind of just mm. complete random, all of that stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, luckily these people are fine and they're doing okay. Yeah. But they are still in hospital and, you know, everything is still very worrisome. So, yeah. It kind of hit home where I was like, I'm worried about my parents. What yeah. if they get it and they end up in hospital, all that stuff. So it, it, it hit real. And I'm kind of stepping back now and thinking we need to be safe. Let's not go out unnecessarily. Yeah. Let's do things the way they should be done and kind of just, just hold off for a little longer. You know, we can do it. Yeah. But look, I don't, you know, going back to your graph that you were explaining now that the fear is a little and the cases are a lot. I don't really blame people because I think it's human nature that things only become real for you when it's someone close to home. Yeah, or it's you. You know, yeah. or it's you. It's it's really, it is difficult to 
take something extremely seriously if it's something that's happening out to there that's true or over there the same way we were here and it broke out in china in january december january already and we were like yeah and we were like oh apparently there's a new thing called coronavirus and we we're making jokes ha, 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 i'm gonna stop drinking corona because ha, 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 you yeah. know and only until it got here were we like oh shit yeah it's real now it's here but even still that is difficult to sink in until it's you or it's someone really close to you for sure for sure so i think this is one of those things where just remember guys keep being safe if you don't have to go out then don't yeah if you do have to go out then go out but yeah. be safe you know wear a mask wash your hands sanitize exactly. all of the basics and i think one thing that we need to remind ourselves is because i was with a friend last week right mm. it was just me and him and mm. we, I, I trust him i know he's been safe he trusts mm. me but one of the things that i i tried to do was social distance mm. because i thought to myself um the least we can do is kind of just keep our distance and it's tough guys it's mm. difficult because when you're around those people that you that you care about and you mm. love and you feel so comfortable you kind of just relax and you're carefree yeah but i think we all need to realize that no matter how weird it is keep your distance it's okay to be with people just keep one and a half meters or whatever you're going to minimize exposure if someone is contagious yeah but anyway this isn't the coronavirus episode yeah, please flip that was too long we just wanted to bring that up yeah let's move on so we're talking today about cancel culture. Yes. All right. So cancel culture. Please describe it for us. I just explained it to you. Oh my gosh. So tell it to the people. My brain is like a mush. It's only like halfway through the work day. And my brain's already a mush. <laughs> like you don't understand. It's going to get mushier. So cancel culture is the culture of canceling people or movies or series or entertainment. Anything yeah. that we consume basically. Mm -hmm. um based on um what's called racial discrimination any kind of uh, discrimination yeah uh, what's called um like gender-based violence gender-based violence rape yeah all of those things so this is a wave that's actually taking over the world right now it's about damn time i yeah i i agree but i think we're taking it a bit too far now i'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I feel like it, it is relevant at the moment. So, you know, you just explained it. And what's been happening is that some things are getting taken off the air. Some people are actually getting exposed. Um, we have the the example in South Africa where Leon, Sh Leon Schuster's movies yeah, have, but been taking, have been taken off Showmax. Yeah, well, he must have... It's, it's late, actually. Yeah, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, what is appropriate for cancellation what isn't appropriate and there's a lot of gray areas that exist in there okay so what do you think do you think leon's sister's movies should be taken off Show without Max? a doubt why absolutely what do you mean why no i just want to understand why because it's fucking racist okay what about it is so racist bruh he's black facing I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you i'm just asking you what about it is racist He's blackfacing yes. in all of his movies. And in every single one of his jokes, black people are the butt of the joke. That's true. Like, what the fuck? Fuck off. That's I mean, true. Mama Jack, fuck. It's true. So my thing is, right? You can't play devil's advocate for Leon Trusser movies. No. You I, cannot. I'm just, let me, just, I, what, you don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm just saying. So my thing is, Leon Trusser's movies they do portray racism even if it's sometimes subtle and sometimes very overt right 
And the fact that it was canceled is right. And I think I don't think Showmax should actually reinstate it. Um, They'd be damn fools too. They would, yes. But then you get other things, right, that have been canceled, like the movie Gone with the Wind. And I don't know if you've ever watched this, but it's no, a classic. I've never seen it. It won a lot of Oscars and all that stuff. And it's a movie that was done in the sixties, you know. Mm. And it it the reason it was it was canceled is because it portrays racism towards uh, the Indians in America, you know, the, the tribal red Indians in America. Native Indians. The Native Indians, the Native Americans. Mm. That's the word I was looking for. So my whole thing was, this movie was made in the 60s, right? If we go back to the 60s, this is the way things were seen. This is the way things were portrayed, right? I know that if I'm watching this movie, I, I know that that's not the way we think today, mm. Right. So for me, that movie is kind of a piece of history. The oh. same way Leon Schuster's movies are going to be a piece of history 100 years from now. Oh. Because people are going to look at that movie and think, wow, I can't believe people actually thought that way in that time, you know? So for me, I don't mind watching Gone with the Wind because even though there is racism depicted in there, it's the way, for, in, for that time period, that was the norm, right? And it doesn't make it right, but it does make it a piece of history. I feel like us keeping it around is us encouraging it and being okay with it. And for years and years and years, uh, black people and people of color have been gently asking, please don't do this. Please don't do that. Don't do this. It makes us feel this way. Don't say that. It makes us feel this way. And nothing has been done. So now is the time to say, there's no more please take this fucking shit off. Yeah. Period. There is no longer a, a please this, a please that. It's black or it's white. Take it off. Yeah. So that's how I feel about Gone with the Wind. Do I sort of understand where you're coming from? Yes. I don't think, even though that was the time in 1960, it's fine. Let it stay in 1960. We're not going to keep it in viewership for 2020 and going forward. Okay. We're not. Because then we're saying it's okay. Mm. Because even though you and I are educated and we're able to watch a movie like that and be like, this is wrong. This is the way it was back then. However, we will not behave that way and we will not um, conform to those ideas now. Yeah. Some people don't have that mental capacity. No, look, I know, I know. Some I know people have a half a brain cell and they look at that and they go, yeah, that's the right way. Things should be like that. Yeah, I think... So that's why. I think it's the, the key ingredient here and is that people should be able to at least govern themselves and think appropriately. You know, people should have the level of, of decency and education to know what's wrong and what's right. Which but we, they don't. But we know that the world doesn't work that way. Yeah. But I do agree with you. I think that it's difficult to, to look at it from the perspective of... Does this because I'm not a Native American, so I can't I can't look at that movie from the Native American perspective. So it's difficult for me to understand why it would actually portray a kind of racism, you know, and even colonialism. So for me, it's difficult to know that. I think it's just celebrate. I've never seen the movie, but I think movies like that just celebrate bullshit, and I'm not here for it. Yeah, but you know what makes me sad is that it's, it it is a part of history, right? And it it what not. It's kind of like it's kind of like if I would be a not upset, but I would be hurt if all of a sudden all the documentaries from World War II of Hitler marching his Nazis through Poland would be taken down because 
it affects the Polish people, you know, which it does, right? But for me, that is a piece of history. Like, I want to be able to watch that because I know for a fact that the only way humanity can actually move forward is by looking at history and learning from it. But that's what we've been trying to do. We've been trying to say, hi, guys, um, please look at history. This was not right. This was not good. Please learn from this. And people are still not learning from it. So now it's like, okay, fine. You don't want to learn from it. Fuck all of this. Burn it down. This is what's going to happen. And this is the way we will be treated correctly going forward. It's true. That's it. It's true. There's no, there's honestly, like right now, there is no. For, like, yeah. Right. For me, it hurts me from the point of like Great history. Area. Because for me, it's, it's all about learning. And if you can learn, the more you can learn, the better. Uh, so for me, that's that's the way I look at it. But obviously, you know, if it offends people and it hurts people, then I understand why it's being cancelled. Yeah, I think um, we need to be very strict about what we allow to continue or what we allow to be, what's it called, like celebrated and shown and all of that stuff based on does it hurt people or does it not. There shouldn't be... Yeah, it hurts this group of people. However, it educates. No, if it hurts someone, take it off. But then what is too far, you know? I think too far, my example for too or, or, far. Or, or not, not, not what is too far, but what is what is acceptable. Taken out of then? context. I yeah. think what is taken out of context for me, my example is there's an episode of, what's it called? I was telling you about it just now. It was Golden my Girls. Girl. No, not My Girl. My Girl's a movie. Um, New Girl. No. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. There's an episode of Golden Girls that was pulled because there's apparently a scene where they're blackfacing. Yeah. So, correction, they are not blackfacing in that episode. They, in fact, have mud masks on their faces, right? Yeah. And at no point did they put the mud masks on to go to a party or to look like black people or emulate black people or act like black people. They simply had the facial masks on because they had a girl's night and they wanted to pamper themselves. Now, see, that is taken out of context. So now that is someone who's sitting at the top who is most likely white and they were like, okay, here's what looks like blackface. Just take it off so they don't complain. So here's this. They might complain about that. Take it off. See, that is you clearly don't care. You're just doing it because of you want to prevent what backlash might come from you not doing it. Yeah. People need to sit down and critically think, is this right? Is this wrong? And then pull it based on that. So like that episode is just like, uh, uh-uh, your ass is being extra now. No one asked you to pull that off. There's nothing offensive about it. Stop. Yeah, I think I think the, the problem here is that there's always going to be someone that's going to be offended. So I know you're saying that that's too much, but I can guarantee you that someone was actually offended by the mud mosques. But then, so what now? Mud mosques mustn't be a thing anymore. But that's, here's the, that's the thing. I'm, I'm saying that there, and, there is always going to be someone that's offended. I mean, I watched, let me give you an example. I watched yeah. the Grand Prix this weekend. Yeah. And the all the drivers, yeah. so the Formula One, all the drivers stood on the line. Yeah. And they were all wearing shirts that said, end racism. Yeah. Some drivers chose to kneel, you know, yeah. in support for the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Others chose not to. Yeah. Those that chose not to kneel, they were all criticized by Twitter. Black Twitter had a field day with them. However, all those drivers came out right beforehand and said, I will not be kneeling because I feel that it's not my place. However, I support Black Lives Movement. I support the movement that we're in now. And we are all against racism and we condemn it fully. Yet they still had them. So now 
just because someone's not needing, someone's going to get offended. There's always going to be someone that's offended. True, true. And I will, for that part, say, you know, for example, if there is a black person who gets offended by a white person wearing a mud mask because they want to treat their skin, please sit down. You're wasting our time. Sit down. You're wasting our time. You're being a child. You need to grow up. Mm. And you need to focus on what's really happening here. You need to, we need to be able to discern still between what is right, what is in context, what are we ourselves not taking a step back, evaluating before we go at. But and see, that's very important. And I'm going to play devil's advocate here again, because we need to keep the discussion going. And it's the fact that there, and, and I've heard these people, there, there is support out there. There are black people and colored people who were supporting Leon Schuster, saying that his movies should not be taken off air and that people are being too sensitive. Because even though mm. some of the stuff is, 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 is overtly racist and some isn't, people were just saying that these people are being too sensitive. The movies are still funny. So now it takes us back to there are certain degrees. You are just in the degree right now where you fit into the I'm offended by this. But there are people that don't fit into that offended by this. So that's what I'm saying. Then the degrees matter. I feel like the degrees matter, but we should still look at the fundamental rights and wrongs. Mm. We can't allow people, I don't care if it's black people making money, which is why I also agree that white chicks should be pulled, right? White people should not make money and profit from making black people the butt of jokes. Mm. The same way black people should not make money from making white people the butt of jokes. So it's one of those things where it's not, I don't care who this one says to this degree says no, and this one to this degree says yes, now we're caught in the middle. No, we should look at the principles and the ethics that underlie it. What is right? What is wrong? Make a decision based on that. Mm. And we all know that that is wrong. But I think it's, it's, it's tricky when you look at comedy, because then, you know, it does become, I mean, comedy kind of, takes place around what's happening with current events mm. and what happens in real life. So the reason it's funny is because it does happen, you know, mm. but obviously we take it in a more comical sense. So it's just such a, it's such a weird thing to, to kind of dance around because comedians, let's face it, comedians, most popular jokes are racist jokes. Jews make fun of the Asians. The Asians make fun of the black people. Yeah. The black people make fun of the white people. The white people kind of like tend to dance around it a bit more because they know that they can't say certain things. Yeah. But they, they, the smart ones, the smart white comedians know how to make jokes about racism so it doesn't actually offend anybody. But there's still racist jokes if you yeah. think about it. So then that's why I'm saying it's a, it's a tricky dance to get around. And it's something that I don't think we're going to find an answer to, especially not here in this podcast. No, absolutely not. Not but yeah. I think it's important to look at it that the different degrees do matter because... If there are 50 pe- people in, a, in an audience, let's say a Trevor Noah mm. performance and Trevor Noah says a joke, I can tell you that at least one person is probably going to get offended, but there are 49 other people who are not offended. So is, does that make it a racist joke? Or, do, or do, do 26 people have to be offended and 24 not before it's a racist joke? Yeah, so that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Racist is racist. There's no one person must be offended and then it's not a racist joke. Mm. You get me? There's like, no, no, there's no number. We don't need numbers. This is not a fucking scale. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. a, a good example would be, do you remember Trevor Noah's joke where, where he, 
laughed at the Ama Kroko Kroko, like the, the yeah. Paralympic team yeah. or whatever. So that would that would actually kind of be offensive to people with disabilities. But now, how many people with disabilities have to be offended before it's no, actually... No, but there, there isn't such a thing as how many must be before. There isn't then, such a but thing. But then should it get pulled? Yes. So you think Trevor Noah's whole special should get pulled? Yeah. And then Trevor Noah must reevaluate what he makes fun of and what not. Then how is Trevor Noah going to make his living? That's not my problem. That's for him to figure out, not for me. <laughs> I'm not a comedian. Must so, get a nine to five. Yeah, no, you must join the rest of us out it's here. It's tricky, man. It's tricky. No, it is tricky, but I feel like Trevor Noah can't now sit there and be like, I'm against. Uh, uh, what's it called racism and i support black lives matter but then you're there outside making black people the part of your joke and his jokes are mostly about black people yeah <laughs> and he calls himself a black person he identifies as a, or, or a mixed person i don't he He's identifies as african american as a he identifies himself as a person of color he does yes so he needs to reevaluate everything you see that's 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 a tricky one man you know i feel like if if I am black, hear me correctly. If I am black and I am sitting in a room with five other black people and then I make a joke about black people, it's fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Because then I'm talking to us about no, us. No, look, I diss Cubans all the time. I fucking yeah. hate Cubans. <laughs> but I'm allowed to, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about, I'm talking to us about us. We're yeah. laughing about our things. Don't go out there as someone who is not a part of that racial group and then go make money off of making fun of another racial group. Yeah. So let me just, I just want to end off the, especially the racial one, because we will need to move on, on this note. So I firmly believe that racism is an extremely real problem that we face in today's society. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's no denying that you see it, but I come from a country Every country has racism. Every single country. You cannot, you cannot tell me that there's yeah, a country yeah, that they yeah, yeah, racism. Yeah. But I come from a country where I believe that there's very little racism. Now, I could be wrong because I do not live in that country. And I do not see the day-to-day -day lives. And I'm also not a black person in that country. But the amount of black friends that I do have, I've never heard a single one ever complain about racism. And I believe the reason for that is because as a country or as a culture, especially as a Cuban culture, we have managed to eliminate any kind of, uh, how do I say this? Any kind of power that any kind of racial language has. You understand what I mean? Mm. So I feel like the, the the true essence of racism is when, when there's intention to damage or hurt behind what you say or what you do. In Cuba, we use terms like, hey, black guy, you know, or whatever. But when you hear those terms, there's no intention to that whatsoever. It is normally a term of endearment. It is normally a term that people use. And I understand what you're thinking right now. Like, no, it's just phased that way. It's most like that. And it honestly isn't. Because no one is ever bothered by that. It never triggers any kind of tension amongst people. So I believe that as a culture, Cubans have actually managed to take any kind of intention out of, of racist words or racist slurs or even uh, definitions of color or whatever. Because we kind of identify that because we believe that if you look different, you are different, you know, and that's okay. That there's nothing wrong with that because mm. everybody actually is different. Mm. So the same way we'll call a black person, black person, black people will call us white people, you know, mm. but there's never any 
damage or tension to that. So I feel like, I feel like that's the way forward. But I know that that's not that easy. You know, it's it's abs- it's not feasible at all. No, because especially in South Africa, I'm going to speak for South Africa slowly, solely. Uh, there is way too much history. Oh yeah, without a doubt. To be able to ha- to take on that type of stance, it's not even about whether someone intended it to hurt or not to hurt. It's just a matter of just don't do it. Fuck. Yeah. Don't do it. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Just shut your mouth. Just call me by my name. I've got a name for a reason. That's it. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know. I also don't think it's entirely accurate to say there isn't tension formed around that a because like you said you're not black right Mm. b because i myself am black i have white friends i don't sit and talk to them about racial issues that bother me when we're sitting and chilling together it doesn't mean there aren't any racial issues that don't bother me yeah they are there, there's a ton. There's a lot. If one of my friends had to do something um, racist in front of me or say something racist in front of me, I'd absolutely address it with them. Yeah. Absolutely, without a doubt. And if I need to cut them out of my life, I will do so very quickly. I will not hesitate. Mm-hmm. However, we just we generally don't sit around and talk about race. Yeah, but simply because we want we we enjoy each other's company. We have other things to talk about. Yeah. And I don't feel with my current friend group of people who are not black, I don't feel there's any Judgment, racial yeah. anything between us. But you see, that's the thing is, I feel like it's, it's, it's that feeling and, and, and that feeling really does come to play because it's like you said, when you are with your friends and your white friend, mm. you never feel like you're out of place. You never feel no, like not there's at any all. racism. Not at However, all. In the country as a whole, if you mm. were to just walk on the street mm. or go to a mall or whatever, you can feel that mm. that that racism is tangible. Mm. Literally, mm. what I'm saying is that in Cuba, I've never felt that. I've never gone to a place and felt like I'm out of place here, or other people are out of place. Because even if if you're not the person of color, if you are a white person, you can also tell when racism is in the air towards a person of color. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. that feeling is 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 tangible around you, and you can see it. You can see it, and you can see it happening. I've never felt that in Cuba. Now, whether it happens or not, I can't. Like I said, I can't speak for that. Yeah, but it's just it's it's a very comforting feeling to know that you don't have to. That's something you don't have to worry about. Yeah, and if it does happen, it's it's an anomaly. You know. Yeah. As opposed to it being the norm in this country. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anything else to say about that? No, that's it. All right, so we're moving on, and and we're still focusing on cancel culture. Yeah. But we watched a very interesting movie this weekend. Yes, Baby Girl. Baby Girl. <laughs> we watched the movie 365 Days on Netflix. Yeah. Which is, let's face it, it's porn. Let's face it. It's trashy porn. It's porn. It's literally Yo. late night ETV just on Netflix. Guys, it's... Also, yo, guys, I'm sorry, but it's... Shit quality acting. I feel like they it got... It is a yeah. shit movie, shit quality it's no, just, but it's rubbish. I feel like the actors are actual porn stars and they're acting now. <laughs> no, look. Because you know when porn stars listen, act. Listen, porn stars are versatile. <laughs> they can enter and exit any industry that they wish. I've, you know, it was it was really bad acting. Um, the storyline was just garbage. The the, the storyline was... No, wait. It was garbage. Listen, no, wait, listen. 
at its very basic form, the storyline was good. Mm-hmm. Where they went with it, when they went from the foundation and started building up, right? So they used cheap material. Let's just let's just quickly go back for the people that haven't watched this movie. So the movie is about a man who's like a gangster mafia boss in Italy. Yes. He kidnaps a woman. A Polish Literally woman. kidnaps her. Yes. Drugs her and takes her to his mansion island type of thing. Yeah. And then when she wakes up, he tells her, um, I've dreamt about you. Yeah. I've been wanting to be with you all my life. Yeah. Creepy shit, I know. I'm and giving you 365 days to fall in love with me. If after that you're not in love, then I'll release you. Blah, mm. blah. And this woman has a whole life. Yeah. Outside of this. Yeah. So and then he says and then he says um I won't do anything to you without your permission. <laughs> but he's saying this while he's fucking groping her breast. <laughs> That's, like, That's so true. It's like what the fuck? He always says I won't I told you I won't do anything without your permission, but then while he's doing that he's like touching her inappropriately. And it's like what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, he's like pinned her to a wall. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the whole premise of the movie, literally. Yeah. I, I've told you the whole movie yeah. now. Um, and it was just... And then you I, can guess, look, she falls in love and then they just fuck the whole time. Yeah, look, I was there were parts in the movie where I was just like... Obviously, the sex scenes where I was just like watching with my mouth open because I was like, how is this just allowed? Yes. Like, <laughs> Guys, this is pretty intense. It's not even, it's not even like hinting no. at some sexual activity. You know sometimes how a movie will like hint you'll see the sheet moving up and down yes. and then they'll pan away to like the view outside of the penthouse or something this was not that I, you saw everything here yeah here you everything. saw everything everything so, and that's literally my face went from that and then other times i was literally just laughing i was just <laughs> flat out hosing myself because the acting was so bad it was like telenovela type of shit and they had like they had like five basic phrases because like right now she's Polish and he's Italian. Yes. So there's a language barrier. So now they speak English Broken to each English. other. <laughs> All he said was, don't provoke me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you lost, baby girl? <laughs> that was the other one. And then she would say, what are you going to do about it? And he would say, what is happening? <laughs> that was it. It was literally it's that. so bad. Um, so the reason we brought this movie up was because it also fits around the cancel culture. So yeah. there has been a bit of a movement now, yes. although it hasn't gained that much traction. Yeah, yeah. But okay, I also want to say this movie is world famous. I mean, people are, especially women and girls, are going crazy about this movie. Yeah, we watched it and it was number, what, no, it four, was number four in South Africa? Yeah. So th- the reason the movement has gone on is because some people either love it because they obviously love the whole christian gray vibe that's going on here and i mean we remember what 50 shades did to the world yeah guys so this movie is literally like a washed out yeah like small budget version of of 50 shades so yeah the movement is either we love it or we hate it because it's promoting rape culture Culture. Yeah. yeah so what do you think should this movie be canceled i think yes really no yeah no there's no doubt there's no yes or no in my mind right this movie should be cancelled <laughs> i'm saying yes for two separate reasons two okay. very separate reasons 
first of all, like I already mentioned, it's a shit movie, shit quality, <laughs> shit script, should have never shit storyline. Onto Netflix to <laughs> Bruh, begin with. Shit acting. It's it's rubbish. Yeah. This movie, right? You just laugh the whole time because of how cringy the acting and the script is. Okay. Right? Even even I feel like the cinematography is bad. Wait, I actually wanted to I actually forgot to tell you this. Is that morning. what it's called? Cinematography. Yeah. Oh. This morning, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. this morning I was scrolling through my Instagram and obviously, you know, in, Instagram and Facebook, they hear everything. Mm, mm. So on my explore page was this guy from 365. Oh my God. A picture of him. So I clicked on it. Did he say, don't provoke me? No. <laughs> I clicked on it and it took me to his profile. Yeah. And this guy has about 7 million followers. Yo, look, the man is a fucking meal, honey. He's not even a snack. He's... He's a seven-course meal with appetizers okay. and palate cleanse. But what I mean is, he's a shit actor, but he's extremely famous. Yeah, as long as he doesn't open his mouth, <laughs> his mouth closed. But please carry However, on with your, your reasons. So that's my first reason, right? It's not my primary reason. It's just reason number one. Reason number two, which is my primary reason, yes, it does encourage rape culture. It does, because without denying it. Because this girl gets kidnapped and then she's told nothing will happen to her without her permission. But this is being said while she's being groped and pinned against walls and her skirts being lifted and all sorts of things. Then he starts buying shit for her and she slowly starts melting. So now again, it's promoting this sugar daddy blesser lifestyle that girls will melt at your feet if you buy them expensive things. Look, was the hun living in a shabby house? No. But I said, Not if, at all. if he kidnapped me, I'd be like, oh, well, I guess yeah, this is my look, life now. Look, God forbid, <laughs> I get kidnapped. I, I I hope it's in a beautiful <laughs> place like that because shit, that house was gorgeous, right? And she did get whatever she wanted. However, I think it is it is taking woman. It's taking woman for cuck. For cuck. Yes. I was about to say 50 steps back, but yes, for cuck, it takes us for a boost. <laughs> okay, no, it does. I'm going to have to bleep that I, out. <laughs> I, I, don't bleep nothing. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. <laughs> because it's that's literally what it's saying. That you can just grab any woman you want because you apparently dreamt of her. You must have been on fucking shrooms and you saw this woman in your dreams. You found someone that remotely looks like her. Now you've taken her to your house. So now you're going to start throwing money at her and stuff. And then she'll melt and you'll take her away to trips and all of that stuff. And then, yeah, she'll fall in love with you. You know, my what whole thing. Rubbish? Yeah, look, my whole thing is I, I'm on the other side. I don't think it should be canceled. Because even though I understand women's plight at the moment and gender-based violence, and I completely support the movement. Mm. Um, I think it's just a movie. It's just entertainment, right? And if you are not able to discern if that this is honestly not true and that you shouldn't do this, then you were fucking, you're still a Neanderthal and you were raised by wolves. No, that's true. But you need to understand there's very few men, very few men and I that think that. like you. Like, bruh, I can name people <laughs> and right now that, that I know. Not people that I've heard of, people that I know, I've seen with my own eyes, that I know won't look at that movie and think this is just entertainment. Yeah, I know. I know that. But it's one of those things where this is just fantasy. It's just entertainment. And as much as it does promote this kind of 
culture and whatnot. Mm. It's also a lot of women, and especially women, have been enjoying it because it's it's like a fantasy for them. True. And it kind of takes them into this world where, like, True. I wish I had that. But obviously, in their, within limitations, you know, in their mind, they say, "I wish I had that," but they know that. You know, obviously, this isn't actually true. Like, it's just a fantasy I've got. And yeah. you need to be able to to discern between fantasy and reality because every woman and man has fantasies. And if you want to act out those fantasies and explore it with your couple, that's fine. As long mm. as, firstly, there's consent. Mm-hmm. Consent, people. Yes. And also good communication. Very yes. good communication. Safe words. Safe yes. words. So, yeah, that's just my thing. I just think it's just entertainment. It's just a movie. You know, you can't take it too seriously. I know. And and that's fine. That is fine. It's just there's people out there who don't think that way. No, I know. There's I know some that. there's some man, a grown ass motherfucking man who pays tax, who's looking at that movie. Who's probably educated. Yeah, yeah. And he's thinking, Oh, this is what I have to do. Yes. Okay. That is I've sad. I've got it. That is sad. Put me on, coach. <laughs> Literally, there's some idiot who's thinking that so i i understand both sides but i think it should be pulled pull it because oh. unfortunately we've got we've got 90 percent of men who think this is you know the guideline the handbook to how to get a woman mm-hmm. and then there's only 10 percent who know that this is purely entertainment this is not how you treat women this is not how you go into a relationship or start a relationship this is wrong yeah so, you know, just going a bit off topic here, but it, it still does relate to this. There was actually a story, right? I watched this this story on, on Instagram TV or Instagram Live or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's quite a while back. And it was when all this uh, gender protest stuff started. Mm. So what happened was, I think it was a South African guy or an international guy. I'm not actually sure. Mm. But what happened was he was just walking down the street and he came across a, a, a group of women protesting. And I think it must have been South Africa because it was obviously when all the stuff was happening here. Mm. And um, he 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 saw them protesting and he stopped for a second. Mm-hmm. And he, he just looked at them and he obviously saw what they were doing. And then one of the women approached him and said, mm. would you like to join us? Yeah. And he said, no, no, thank you. Um, I, I don't feel like it would be appropriate for me to join. Mm. And then this woman went batshit crazy on him. So we don't have any evidence, but this is just him retelling the story. He says that she started like saying, why won't you join? He said, no, it's just not my place to join there. Right. And I would feel out of place. And then she started saying, oh, it's because you don't support our movement. You don't stand against gender based violence. And then he explained to them that, yes, I do. I stand against gender based violence and I and I respect your fight. And I and I will always, you know, uh, fight if I have to with you. So they were like, why don't you join us? And I said to them and he said to them, it's because it's it's not my place to get in there, you know. Mm. So she started insulting him really badly, apparently, and he had to leave to the point where he kind of felt like I'm not really safe here. So he left. And then he kind of reflected on the situation. He said, like, did I do the right thing? Did I do the wrong thing? And then he says he's, he would still stand by his decision today. And the reason is he says he's never violated a woman. He's never done anything inappropriate to a woman. He's never been part of the problem. Mm. And just because there are men out there that do, right, he doesn't feel responsible for that because he is actually, all he has control of is what he does and the responsibility he takes over his own actions. If he starts to feel responsible for the other men, then how is that going to help the fight? So, and, and he's not saying that he won't stand up for women if he ever feels that one is in danger. He will. 
But what he's saying is that he can't be now, he can't take the world on his shoulders and feel responsible because other men are acting like idiots out there. And I thought to myself and I was like, you know, he's right. So I feel like the guy is actually on the right path because he wasn't raised to be an idiot. So why must he now take responsibility for the idiots that are out there? You know? Mm. Do you disagree? I don't, I don't disagree. Neither do I agree. I just think this is, this is part of the fight. This is exactly part of what women are fighting for that men are the good men right mm -hmm. the good men are taking a very is it a submissive yeah they're taking a very submissive standpoint right now yeah and we don't want that we were we're suffering and we're dying because we've got no one on our side fighting with us oh that's true who looks like the problem that's so very true yeah i understand someone saying that he's not part of the problem he's never violated a woman blah 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 he never would should he see it happen in front of his eyes he will do something about it for sure am i saying that the lady was right to go at him for choosing not to protest with them absolutely not everyone has a choice on whether they want to protest with you or not someone doesn't have to show their support for a movement by physically protesting. Yeah, um, which is all he said in that moment. You know? Yeah, so someone could be signing petitions and whatever doesn't mean because they're not putting it on their Instagram status or story, they're not supporting it. Yeah, It does not mean that and we cannot hold people accountable for that because then you're just doing it for show yeah. at the end of the day. However, a lot of men are taking a submissive standpoint. And what I mean by that is that a lot of good men are saying, I don't do that. I am not part of the problem. I cannot take responsibility for what these other men are doing wrong, etc., etc." And you're absolutely right. You cannot. You cannot carry all of that stuff on your shoulders because it is not your fault. Mm. You just happen to look like the, the gender that's doing this. You know what I mean? However say that but do something so you can sit and say i'm not part of the problem however i do sign petitions when i come across them mm -hmm. or i actively seek out petitions to sign or i have sent an email to whatever whatever or i've donated to um gender-based violence organizations and um organizations that assist women who have been victims of this and so forth so forth yeah. So that's what women are fighting about on top of everything else. You we're know, not look, just fighting against the problem. We're fighting against, we're also not fighting against, but we are begging the good men to not just say you're a good man. We can see that. Thank you. Thanks. But do something. Yeah. Help us in some way. Don't just say it. It is. Do true. something. It is true. And it, it is difficult as well because we kind of feel like, for example, from my perspective, I feel like the best thing I can do is to just be good myself and to make sure that I educate those that come after me, like my younger brother, like yeah, no, my that's, sons, that's like the, my cousins. That's the primary thing you should yes. do. So that's, that should be ingrained. In so you. it's kind of like it's kind of like that whole movement of like, you know, like like for example, when when you people say, Are you gonna go vote? And you're like, Why must I go vote? It's not gonna change anything. You know, especially mm. in this country, we know the mm. ANC is gonna win. Mm. 
I feel like some men, and, and I, I, I fall part into that, I fall into that where mm-hmm. I say, I can do what I can do. Anything else is just futile, you know? And I know you kind of have to shift from that pattern of thinking, and I, and I would love to shift, shift from that pattern of thinking because I know that if I can sign a petition, I should. If I can actively seek something, I should. And if I can join a protest or whatever, and I feel like it's not something that's going to put my safety at risk, mm-hmm. then do it. But a lot of men think that it's futile. All I can do is control myself. And I feel like if you can focus on yourself and that's all you can do, then do it. Yeah. But if you can do something else, then why not? You know? Yeah. No, I absolutely understand what you say, especially like with the voting example. I mean, I'm one of those people. I've never voted in my life. Highly doubt I will. Yeah. Um, I know that it is wrong, the standpoint that I'm taking. I absolutely know that because there are... 50,000 of us who are saying the same thing. Exactly. And if 50,000 of us actually voted, we might actually make a difference, you know. But I could not be bothered. And I think that's also the other thing that's scaring a lot of women about the good men is that even though they're saying they're good men and they're saying my my efforts would be futile, is that also them saying I could not be bothered? I don't think it's them saying I could not be bothered, but then, I, I, but I can what imagine there are people saying I could not be bothered, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like me saying, I know, I know that me not wanting to vote is wrong. I absolutely know. Am I going to change my mind? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I know I'm part of the problem? Yes, I do know. I don't give a damn. It's a lot, man. Look, we've gone into a lot of things today and the debate is obviously, you can hear it. You can see that there's differences of opinions. Yeah. But I think what matters most is that you are willing to listen you are willing to understand the other person's point of view Mm. and it doesn't mean that one person is right or wrong Mm. it just means that you're actually having an open discussion Mm. and guys we're not neanderthals we don't have to grab our clubs and beat each other over the head yeah have a conversation and if at the end of the conversation you don't agree Mm. then say i don't agree and then the other person mustn't get offended yeah just because you don't agree doesn't mean that your point of view is wrong yeah it just means that the other person just doesn't agree and it's okay it's fine it's yeah. fine, guys. And if you can effect change, actually, everyone can effect change. It's not about an if you can. But if you come across a petition, go sign it. It doesn't take long. You don't have to register anything. A lot of them give you the option to donate something. You don't have to. Yeah. Neither do you have to share it. Yeah. But just put your signature down. You can do so anonymously. Just sign the petition. Sign True. it anonymously. Do it. Yeah. So just before we end off, I end off on a bit of a lighter note. Mm-hmm. Um, so one other thing that we did. Uh, w- w- wait, actually, before we finish off, I want to go back to the 365 movie. Right? Okay, baby girl. I, yes. I just want to wrap it up. Did you did you enjoy the movie or not? No. You didn't think it was worth it? I don't want to lie. At the end of the movie, I know I was the one who was like, let's watch this movie. Yeah, this because was your it idea, was, by it was the trending, way. Yeah. right? And at the end of the movie, I remember looking at the time and it was like nine o'clock and I was like, I fucking wasted two hours of my life. Yeah. I was actually like, I was proper upset. I was like, I fucking wasted two hours that I could, I could have watched Uya Jola 99 and that would have been more interesting and contributed more to my life. And as a woman, did you get like that sexual thing? Sexual, what do you mean? Because like a lot of There's women have two been... sides of a sexual thing, a good no, side, a bad what side. What I'm saying is a lot of women have been saying that this movie was so sexy and it made them feel some kind of way. Did you get that? From from the guy, yes, okay. yes, he was, mm, man. He... Okay, no, but that's that. I think that I think that was the purpose of the movie because I think it was very female friendly or very female orientated as well. Like 
I know that I know that the man had all the power in this movie, but I think that that was the purpose to kind of orientate it towards women, kind of like the same way Fifty Shades did. Where, yeah. Where it's like we have an abusive character here, but you guys are gonna like him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's sexy. Yes. He knows where the clitoris is. Exactly. <laughs> so that was I feel like the intention. But okay, at least we've got that. I feel like the movie was a complete waste of time. I did not find it entertaining at all. And I would never rewatch it and I would never recommend it to anybody. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Uh but anyway, like I said, just to end off on a lighter note, we did watch a comedy special last night as well. Yeah. What is his name? Joe Mandy, right? Yes. His name is Joe Mandy. He acted in Modern Family. He was Haley's boyfriend. No, um, Alex's boyfriend. Haley's. Oh, sorry, boy. sorry. Yes, he was Alex's boyfriend. He was. He Alex's, worked for Claire. Yeah, he worked for Claire in the closet company, and he was Alex's boyfriend, little nerdy guy with glasses. Yeah. You know, I've watched a lot of special. I've watched yeah. Kevin Hart, whatever. But yeah. this was the first time. Yeah. That I actually ran out of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> literally first 15 minutes of the show i ran out of laughter i could not anymore everything was hurting i i literally ended I, after the thing ended i was in pain yeah my body was in pain because you had to there do was, a silent laugh yes there was one joke that absolutely shattered me <laughs> and i'm not going to tell the joke because i want you guys yeah, to watch yeah. it but it absolutely shattered me to the point where this guy has now moved on with his comedy. Yeah, thing. and you were still And I am still laughing. dying. And I was like, pull yourself together. You're missing good parts. Because I was laughing at the coming ones. And you were still on the other one. I missed about 20 minutes of that show just because I was laughing at one specific joke. It was that yeah. uncontrollable laughter that I just couldn't. Yeah, you were dying. You were I finished. Stop. You, you went from like ugly laugh to silent laugh to like... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was dry heaving almost. Yeah. It's Literally. called uh, Joe Mandy's award-winning mm. comedy special. It <laughs> yes. was absolutely... This guy's not a, an amazingly well-known comedian yeah. or anything. But and you've got was, dry jokes, but fuck are they yeah, funny. He's, he's so his dry. His humor's dry. But yeah, it was so good, guys. I would honestly recommend it. Yeah. So just so that you don't say that we left you on a movie that we wouldn't recommend, go watch the comedy special. It is brilliant. Yeah. And uh, let us know if you actually catch the joke that I died to. Yeah. I also just want to say, just to close off about three sixty-five. Oh, I just want to make it. I just want to make there? it clear. No. I, yes. Well, yes. I just want to make it clear that if that guy was not as good looking as he is, ne, I would have found all of that shit fucking pervy <laughs> and fucking well, disgusting. Obviously, that's because it was pervy and disgusting. The same with christian gray it was like touch and go and then remember all those the first one came out and then all those women complained and then he got ripped for the second because <laughs> in the book he's fucking ripped and then yeah. he comes to life and is like what the fuck you still got like a little flare down there what's going on like a real man <laughs> no yes <laughs> no so it's one of those things and once you watch the movie and if you have watched the movie you'll see what i mean if that man was not as good looking guys I wouldn't have found him that sexy and that pinning against the wall thing that sexy. I would have just been like, <gasps> All right, that's enough 365 for one day. But guys, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Guys, remember to leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. Share, like, subscribe. You know the DM deal. us. We love it. DM us, yes. Uh, we love the love. We will be back. And we love you. Next Monday with a brand new episode. We love you guys. We appreciate it. Oh, we forgot to say the previous episode fucking blowing up 
absolutely shattered our records. The best episode we've ever had up until now as far as listeners goes. Thank you guys for the support. We really loved uh, seeing all that good feedback. So yeah, guys, all the best. Good luck with the rest of the week and stay safe. I'm going back to work now. Bye.